Welcome to Your Health To Go, brought to you by Demystifying Your Health, providing the clarity that you need. I'm Ashley Wood, registered nurse and author, your host. In each episode, we take a health topic that's important to you and break it down into easy to understand information. We also discuss the most common treatments and preventative techniques. Thank you for joining me today. Let's get started. Today's topic is addiction. When most people hear the word addiction, their first thought is that a person has problems with drugs. While this is especially true now more than ever, thanks to the opioid epidemic. However, addiction doesn't just apply to drugs, but can be a number of substances or behaviors. So what exactly is addiction? What makes it so hard to stop doing something Is there a cure? Addiction is a very powerful reaction from your brain in response to use of a substance or engagement in a behavior that results in a positive feeling in the reward center part of your brain. In either case, it's something that usually happens over time. Currently, there are 10 substance use disorders that all share the defining features of addiction. These are alcohol use disorder, caffeine intoxication, cannabis use disorder, hallucinogen use disorder, inhalant use disorder, opioid use disorder, sedative, hypnotic, or ankyolytic use disorder, stimulant use disorder, tobacco use disorder, and other substance use disorder, which encompasses a wide variety of substances. The key is that they affect the central nervous system and lead to compulsive addictive behavior. Behavior or compulsion addiction is when an individual receives the same positive feelings from repetitive behavior that a person addicted to a substance gets when they use the substance. Most people associate this with gambling or pornography. However, as of June of 2018, the World Health Organization, or WHO, included gaming disorder in this list. There are ongoing studies looking into smartphones, eating, and shopping to see if they fall under the category of addiction for some individuals. Every time you're exposed to the substance or behavior, your brain releases dopamine, which is a chemical messenger, that causes positive feelings. This positive rush of feelings reinforces to your brain that you need to repeat the behavior in order to experience it again. This reward mechanism is good when we're trying to reinforce healthy behaviors, but can be extremely detrimental when it comes to unhealthy behaviors. Your brain is very powerful, so over time, it is able to adapt. It cues your body's reward center to not be as responsive to the stimuli, which in turn decreases the amount of positive feelings. Often, this is referred to as developing a tolerance to the substance or behavior. In order to get the same feeling as you did with the initial time, you would need to take in higher quantities of the substance or engage in the behavior more frequently to get the same effect. Ultimately, your brain further adapts and you aren't able to enjoy other things that you once did because it doesn't provide your body with the same level of positive feeling that the substance or behavior does. It's key to understand that no single thing can predict whether or not someone will become addicted to something. It is thought to be the result of genetic or other biological factors mixed with social, psychological, and environmental factors. There are several symptoms of addiction, and a diagnosis is based on having at least two of them. 
Symptoms include the substance or activity is being used in larger amounts or for longer periods of time, having cravings to use the substance or do the activity, the quest to find the substance or participate in the activity consumes a significant amount of time, use of the substance or participation in the activity disrupts obligations at work, school, or home, you continue to use the substance or do the activity despite it causing problems, you stop participating in other activities, Substance use or the activity occur in situations where you are in physical danger, you build up a tolerance level and need to increase the amount of substance you use or the frequency of the activity, or you experience withdrawal if you don't use the substance or do the activity. The number of symptoms you have indicates the severity of your addiction. Mild is when you have two to three, moderate is when you have four to five, and severe is if you have six or more. Addiction is a treatable condition, with remission being a very real possibility. It's key to understand that it's a long-term process because it affects so many different areas of your mental and physical being. Due to this, relapse is considered part of the process and sometimes an individual may have to make multiple efforts to finally succeed. This is why any improvements are felt to be significant signs of progress. Treatment involves a number of elements that are often used together. It's vital that the treatment process focuses on multiple areas and prepares you to be able to manage a relapse. A motivational interview is often used to help you realize that you have a problem, need help, and figure out your reasons to change. Detoxification, or detox, is done under medical supervision and is when you go through the withdrawal process. Often, several types of therapy are used. Cognitive Behavior Therapy, or CBT, is designed to help you realize and deal with the events that prompted the substance use or compulsive behavior to begin with. Group therapy is a good way to have peer support from those going through a similar situation, which helps you to not feel like you're going through the process alone. Family therapy is essential in fixing any relationships that were impaired by your addiction and helps you to form more supportive relationships. Since addiction affects all aspects of your life, it is key that the treatment includes life skills training to help you with employment opportunities and other essential abilities. There are several different ways to get treatment, such as inpatient versus outpatient and doctor's office versus long-term residential facility. Everyone is different, so what works for one person may not work for another. The main thing is that you are committed to making the change. Some tips to help you identify a valuable program include patients have thorough medical and psychiatric screenings, Treatment is tailored to each person and addresses other conditions while being monitored, and change the course of treatment as necessary to better suit the current situation. Families are encouraged to participate in the treatment process. The environment is respectful. Treatments are based on evidence-based data and follow best practices. Staff members are licensed or certified in their respective areas. The program is accredited by a nationally recognized monitoring agency. Faculty provide outcome data on performance and continuity of care is maintained via access to resources. Preventing addiction can be challenging because most people don't realize that they have a problem until after they're already addicted. The key is to be aware of what risk factors you possess. Don't engage in behavior that could result in addiction, especially if you're at increased risk. Be sure to assess your activities and if you're concerned that any of them are getting out of hand or you feel that you're unable to control your behavior, then seek help from a doctor. Addiction 
is a life-altering condition that many people suffer with for their entire lives. It is treatable, but you have to be prepared for the process. If you have any questions or concerns about addiction, please speak with your doctor. If you would like more information, please visit the Center on Addictions page or the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration's Helpline page, or you can call them at 1-800-662-HELP, which is 4357. Thank you for spending some time with me today. If you found the material to be valuable and helpful, please tell your friends about us. We're on social media, so like and follow us there to stay up to date on our latest information. You can also sign up for our weekly newsletter on our website. Stay healthy, and please join us next time on Your Health To Go. Now, time for the legal statement. Please keep in mind that the content we provide is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified competent health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have heard on Your Health To Go or seen on the Demystifying Your Health site. Demystifying Your Health does not recommend or endorse any specific tests, physicians, products, procedures, opinions, or other information that may be mentioned. Reliance on any information provided by Demystifying Your Health, its employees, others appearing at the invitation of Demystifying Your Health, or other visitors to the site is solely at your own risk. If you think you may have a medical emergency, call your doctor or 911 immediately.